What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Breakdown. My name is Josh. And my name is Taylor. We are the WDW Couple, and uh, welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Breakdown. <laughs> this week is, uh, this is a very challenging week for us because we yes. are recording this extremely early. Yes, we are. Early, not in the day so much as early, early in, in the week. week. Uh, because... We have a very busy work schedule, Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, Wednesday. And then and we're then, traveling. Yeah, we're flying. Which we will tell you about when we get to the travel section of the news. Oh, sorry. Because that's news. <laughs> but anyways, this week is, uh, it's not any different. I don't know why I was going to say that. Each and every week, this podcast is brought to you by Gold Girl Getaways, no matter the vacation uh, or the destination that you're trying to go to. I don't know. I can't even say it now. So you haven't had coffee yet. Oh, it's coffee time. Compliments. Please hold. This while cup. Josh pours his coffee. Uh, I got from somebody, and I I don't I apologize because I don't. It exactly was in a mail vlog. But it wasn't a mail vlog. Josh is pressing the French press. Hence why he could not correctly say our sponsorship. But I will tell you, the weekly breakdown is brought to you by Gold Gale Getaways. No matter the trip, whether you have small kids, big kids, or no kids at all, we have agents who can help you plan your next vacation to Florida or a destination around the world. You can submit a quote in the show notes, and an agent will get back to you with a quote or more information. You can also go to goldgalegetaways.com. And I think Josh is just about ready to pour the coffee. Are you ready for it? Maybe. I think I, uh, I think I, I... It looks very hot. The soothing sounds of pouring coffee and it's all over the table. All over the table. Yeah, it's over there. It's all right. It's out of the way. Oh my god. I think I, I think I ground coffee those... stains coming straight to my white table. I think I ground those coffee beans a little too much. There's a little tough to press. This podcast is also brought to you by JTR Media. And I will let Josh continue on about JTR Media. Yeah, actually, we just shot another video this past week, which was really cool. It was Uh, actually really fun. I actually helped Josh shoot this one. Yeah. And it was a really good time. It was. It was a lot of fun. It was a, uh, can we say it was like a, it was another proposal video? Yeah, it was. It was the second proposal video we did. Over by Magic Um, Kingdom. We can say it now because both the proposals have already happened. Oh, I suppose that is the case. Um, what is Jazzy doing? Oh, she's trying to break things. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, as always, it was a little tough, a little nervous, mm-hmm. you know. But, hey, it is I what it is. I actually wasn't nervous at all. Oh. I was very comfortable. I'm always nervous then. Yeah, I, I know. But, but it went really well. It was good. If uh, something like that is something that you're interested in, we also have uh, somebody else who had booked for next June or July. I think I have to go back and look in the books, mm-hmm. but uh, they just actually have a family that are coming down. It's them and, and a set of friends, and they've mm-hmm. got their kids that are coming, and it's like their kids' first time, and so they kind of want to capture a video of their kids' first time coming here to Walt Disney World. So we'll probably shoot yeah. something over at Magic Kingdom, which will be really cool and a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And you can book as early as next month or next year. Um, just submit a quote in the show notes. Josh has the website almost ready to go. Definitely not in the next two weeks. We're way too busy. Yeah, not in the next two weeks. But, you know, within the next month. Yeah. We will figure it out. We have a bunch of open open days available. We are also doing our first group cruise on Royal Caribbean. Of course, we mention this every week. And we are starting to approach... That final payment date, which is at the mm-hmm. end of October. So uh, anybody out there who has booked and hasn't paid their final payment date, it is coming up soon. We will be doing all kinds of stuff on the cruise. There mm-hmm. are still spots available. Uh, some friends of ours are actually booking it right now as we speak, which is not Friday, but when we're recording this podcast, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool as well. So we're going to be trying to do some uh, mixology classes. We're going to be hanging Ooh, out so by the fun. pool. We're going to be doing the shows together. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a scavenger hunt. You know, the the, the horizons are are endless. Are I don't even know what I'm oh, trying to say. Oh my. Okay. But uh, we're going to be doing some stuff. We'll be hanging out. You guys don't have to do it if you don't want to. Um, but you are more than welcome to. That's why it's a group cruise. So. Mm-hmm. And Looking you can submit a quote in the show notes if you'd like to join us. Or go to gogogetaways.com and let them know that you want to go on our group cruise. Exactly. Uh, this year I'm also doing the Run Disney Dopey Challenge. 
uh, I am doing this in court. I always forget how to say this, but uh, I'm basically doing it for the Dragon Master Foundation. Mm -hmm. I am trying to raise money for them to raise awareness for what they do, and they are set on trying to beat childhood brain cancer or mm -hmm. pediatric brain cancer. So uh, something in the works, trying to get it off the ground. We'll see what happens. All depends on when the final donation date has to be for the run. We'll see. Oh, my goodness. So. And Josh did go running again. He just got back into running because he was a little bit injured with his foot. Um, but he did not make a video. I am not sure why. Um, but he probably, we'll, we'll get back into it, once though. he gets back into the videos, if he doesn't post a video every Sunday, don't fret. But he will continue to post some more running videos. Yeah, if you guys have ideas or thoughts of what you would like to see from that, please shoot me an email and let me know. It would mm -hmm. be uh, it would be a great help. If you would like to donate to the Dragon Mount Dragon Master Foundation cause, there is a link in the show notes, uh, and one hundred percent of those donations go directly to the Dragon Master Foundation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we don't see any of that. So, goes right to them. Moving on to this week's top stories we have news this week Woohoo! insert yay whatever you do sometimes yeah, oh wait i have to edit yay. this one dang it yeah you do um so coming from bush gardens tampa bay you can celebrate halloween with elmo abby grover and all of your favorite sesame street friends every saturday and sunday in october during sesame street safari fun kids weekends Show off your family costumes during each themed weekend while you're trick-or-treat. Enjoy exclusive <laughs> enjoy exclusive crafts. Explore through a hay bale maze and play fall-inspired activities and games in our festival field area. So I guess Josh isn't the only one that can't talk sometimes, but it's fine. Um, then join your favorite Sesame Street friends during a character dance party. Plus, on Sundays, arrive early for a special breakfast and an exclusive photo opportunity with Elmo and friends in the Gwazi Pavilion. Cool. Looks Yay. pretty cool. I've seen some video of it already. Yeah, it Looks actually does. Neat. It does look kind of fun with the characters and mm -hmm. being in Halloween costumes and stuff. So, and then we move on to SeaWorld. And this is something maybe Josh... When is yeah, I, so I was really confused about when they sent this out. I think this is in like January or something. It is in January. Um, it was it was a little strange because the, in the press release that they sent us, there was like very little information about it, like how much it's going to cost. Uh, it it actually tells you um, on the website. Okay. Uh, but this is over at SeaWorld. They're doing a rescue run. This is an inaugural event benefiting the SeaWorld and Bush Gardens Conservation Fund. Allows you to enjoy parks, picturesque pathways and catch a glimpse of SeaWorld's animals before you cross the finish line at the Shamu Stadium, where you'll watch an exclusive killer whale show just for participants. Uh, bring the little ones along for their own kids run, fun run. Uh, for participants ages 7 and under, that is what the kids run is for. This run will take place after the three-mile fun run, and that is on January 25th. The day before the cruise. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll do that. I don't know. I guess I'll have to look and sign up for it. It would be kind of Actually, cool. our Pokemon Go pop-up, or Pokemon pop-up bar got switched to January 25th. Yeah, but this would be in the morning. Yeah, and then that would be at 11. And then we drive to Port Canaveral. <laughs> uh, no, this is the day before? Oh, yeah, that's right, because we yep. always leave We like before. to stay the night before. Oh, I need to... Go ahead. Take on the next part. Okay. I'm so, going to look up uh, hotels for that day. Oh, sounds like a good idea. Um, Universal Orlando um, just announced Rock the Universe 2020. Florida's biggest Christian music festival is back with all new dates. Raise your hands, raise your voice, and raise your spirit. Get ready to rock the universe on January 24th and 25th, 2020. Experience two nights of powerful music from today's most popular Christian artists at Universal Studios Florida. Wow. Like, that weekend, right before our cruise, is, like, bumping with all kinds of stuff. SeaWorld Orlando, and then um, Universal, and then our cruise is on that mm, Monday, maybe? Sunday? Uh, I think we sell out on Sunday, it looks like. I think like. we sell out on Sunday. Um, yeah, so that's something else to look forward to. I actually didn't even know that they had the Rock the Universe at Universal Orlando, the Christian Music Festival. So that's pretty interesting. And then moving on to Disney, 
there's just a couple things this week we want to mention. Um, the Disney Skyliner officially opened on Sunday, September 29th. We actually got to experience it about a week before it opened at a cast member preview. We did not actually go on opening day, um, but we did a live stream from when we got to ride it, and then we did another video where we um, talked about it a little more and shot some pretty cool B-roll. It turned out really good. Um, and then... Illuminations made its final performance on Monday, September 30th. Ah, sigh. We did actually get to see it on the 29th before it ended. So, still sad that Illuminations is gone. It made like a 20-year run, I believe. Um, and then, on October 1st, Epcot Forever made its debut. And we actually won't get to see this show until, like, October 25th or something. I, I put it in our calendar. That way we make sure we actually go see it this month. But we have so much stuff going on. And that kind of goes into the travel news, um, which is basically just our travel news. Um, if you're listening to this podcast this weekend when we publish it, uh, we are actually currently in Pennsylvania for my cousin Brittany's wedding. And yeah, just which a, I'm actually shooting. Yeah, Josh is actually shooting the wedding. Um, but we're going to be home for just the weekend, and then we're coming back down, and then we're here for a week, and then we're going away again. But we'll tell you about where we're going later. <laughs> and that's pretty much it about the news, I believe. Anything else you can think of? Uh, as far as news goes, I, I can't think of anything. It would be cool. I kind of thought about trying to shoot a video while Taylor's going to vlog while we, while we are Yeah, gone. I'm going to just do like a behind-the-scenes um, vlog. And I think that would be kind of cool. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see what happens. But yeah. Moving on to this week's breakdown. Yeah, so this week we are talking about time-saving hacks using the My Disney Experience app at Walt Disney World. So if you've ever been to Walt Disney World... You know that time is money. And these days we are pretty fortunate to live in a society where we have this amazing invention or innovation. I say intervention because that's like an Epcot thing, but it's an innovation called technology. And this actually allows us to, you know, search the web, use apps for, you know, everyday life type things, you know, like social media and web browsing and now and for the last couple years you can even make the most of your disney vacation and i know josh is going to say something about the app crashing during this whole thing but the app is still a wonderful thing to have while you are visiting walt disney world yeah so we've actually made a few videos uh obviously on youtube that you know relate to using the app as much as possible and trying to get mm -hmm. the best out of it but um you know, there's a lot of things that we haven't really talked about in detail. So I think that's really yeah. what we kind of want to try to touch base on today. I mean, for as much as I will say that that Disney app crashes and for the new Genie app that is coming Ooh, Disney uh, Genie. Yeah, I forgot here about that. soon, it is, uh, it is still a resource that you absolutely need to have. You don't have to yes. have uh, a cellular network to have it as long as you have an old iPod that can connect to Wi-Fi mm -hmm. and you can download the app on it. Um, that will suffice. Now, the Wi-Fi, again... Wi-Fi can, can be, be spotty in the parks. Can be spotty, but it is better than nothing, and it is mm -hmm. far better than uh, relying only either on, like, a computer back at the hotel or mm -hmm. on the kiosks that are scattered around the park. So Yeah, and the kiosks you can only use for FastPass, not for anything right. else. And there are so many things that you can do on my Disney Experience app, not just booking FastPasses, so... Um, we're basically just going to talk about ways you can help save yourself some time um, while visiting Walt Disney World instead yeah. of wasting your time, essentially. Um, but let me tell you, first off, the My Disney Experience app is free. Everything in the app is free. If it tells you when you're about to download it that there are in-app charges, um, that is only for mobile ordering. Everything in the app is free. Everything you look at in the app is free. So you don't have to worry about paying for anything. You won't have is to that, worry about your kids downloading and buying extra things in the app. Is that only mobile ordering? Is that including tickets and stuff too? Because you can also you, buy well, stuff. Well, yeah, you can buy tickets, tickets and in events there. through the app as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm just checking. I, I'm just saying. Well, yeah. But I mean like. 
to use everything that you need to use while you're in the parks, you don't have to pay for any of that stuff. That's essentially what I'm saying. As you sip your coffee into the mic. You're welcome. But anyway, this is something that you will need to have and need it downloaded on your phone. And actually, I would do it months before your Disney vacation. And when I say months, I mean like six to seven months in advance. Yeah. And we will get to the reason why here shortly, if you don't already know why. Um, but it's pretty essential to have to make the most of your Disney vacation. Um, but if you haven't been to Disney before, you're not an avid Disney goer, um, you might want to know why does it even matter if you save time while going to Walt Disney World. Now, let us just tell you right here, a Walt Disney World vacation is not a quote-unquote vacation like going to the beach and going on a cruise and sitting there and relaxing and basically doing yeah, nothing the whole time. It's not really a relaxing vacation, no. so to speak. I mean, it can be. You if, can make it relaxing, it but if you're planning on going to the parks and making the most of your time in the parks, it's not going to be that way. So Try you, to ride attractions and see characters. and Yes. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you are you know, utilizing your time as best as possible. We always used to joke that when we would come to Disney, when I would go to Disney with Taylor's family for like 10 days, mm-hmm. we would then need another vacation after going to Disney because it is, it can be very stressful, but it is also a lot of running around. I mean, if you're yeah. only getting to come once a year, if you're only getting to come once every three years, every five years, you know, you're probably looking to try and make the most amount of time, you know, and that's getting to the parks at sun up and staying to the parks until long after sundown you know midnight one o'clock whatever time the latest part closes that might be what you're trying to do so it can be very tiring but mm-hmm. with this app you can make things a little a little less stressful mm-hmm. until it crashes oh stop it does not crash that much he has way more issues with it than i do i don't know what the issue is um so going to disney world your park tickets are not cheap so You just want to make sure you're using them wisely and not going there and only getting to ride one or two attractions for the whole day, especially if you go on like a holiday or something. Um, You basically have wasted your money. So you don't want to waste your money. You want to go and have the most magical time at the happiest place on earth. (laughs) Right, Josh? You're sitting there looking into the screen. Of course. Like you don't know what's happening. Um But yeah, basically the app is the key to making all of this magic happen. Um, And you can save yourself a considerable amount of time at Disney World by using the app to check wait times, book fast passes, skip um, ordering lines at counter service restaurants, and much, much more. And could help you have more of a relaxing type Disney vacation um, or less stressful vacation um, by doing all this. Or just uh, time to ride more rides. Um, So I think where we're going to start first is talking about booking fast passes in advance. Because that is like one of the main things you will use this app for. And probably the most important thing you will use this app for. And Yeah. So, you know, I mean, booking fast passes, if you guys don't know, so the the origin of fast passes started as little, basically, they call them like, I don't know, vouchers like e-ticket, A, B, C, D, Mm -hmm. e-ticket. And those, uh, I believe you actually paid for those, right? I think it was that instead of a park ticket. Yeah, you would buy the book. And then your e-ticket attractions were like the most popular attractions like Space Mountain. And then your A-ticket attractions were things like TTA or something or Small World. So as that had progressed through the years... They came up with a system called FastPass, which was a paper distribution. You would go to a small kiosk. You would take your park ticket. uh, It would enter into the machine. And at that ride, so you had to do this at a specific ride. So let's say Mm -hmm. if we were at Magic Kingdom and we wanted to get fast passes for Space Mountain, we would run right to Space Mountain. We'd put our park tickets in. You have to do it for each individual person. It will spit out a paper ticket. And depending on the time of the day and how many people have come through already and some other varying factors you will get a return time to come back to Space Mountain and not have to wait mm-hmm. in the standby line. Normally, those were about an hour window. So mm-hmm. if you were among the first people there, you would probably get a 
fast pass from nine to ten o'clock, assuming that the park opened up at nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could basically do the standby line, ride Space Mountain, come back out, and then you could use your paper fast pass. Mm-hmm. And it was good. I, I liked it. The only tough thing was is that normally we would have to have one person in our party take all of our park tickets. That person would miss out on riding the attraction for the first time. Mm-hmm. And they would get all of our fast passes and we would go in, we would ride, and then we'd come back out and then we'd go back, you know, whenever that return time was. Yep. The nice thing about today is that fast pass is all electronic. It is all done via the My Disney Experience app. Uh, the biggest difference is that you can make your fast passes if you're staying at a Disney-owned and operated resort or an official Walt Disney World hotel uh, 60 days in advance. Yes. And, and that's it's huge. That's a huge deal. So that's where Disney kind of gets you. If you stay on property, we're going to give you a better benefit. Exactly. Now, if you're not staying on property, if you're staying at Holiday Inn, that's not part of the official uh, Walt Disney World. I'm trying to think of what's down there in Disney Springs. Um, but Or if you're staying at like a townhouse or renting a like house that. Or, or something like that. Even if you're just buying tickets for the day, right? Or like for us annual pass holders, we can only book fast passes 30 days in advance. Yes. And of that, I'm trying to remember what it was, but you can only hold so many fast passes within a two-week window. I think it's seven days. Or is it only within seven days? No, I think it's seven days you can have fast passes for. Okay. Without a room reservation. Oh, gotcha. And so if you do have a room reservation at a Walt Disney World Resort and you can book 60 days in advance... You have to have that room reservation already, and you have to have your park tickets linked to that account. If you do not have park tickets linked to your account, whether you're staying on property or whether you're not, if there's no park ticket linked, the app will not let you book fast passes. Now, on the flip side of that, too, if you're thinking, well, what if I'm an annual pass holder, or what if I'm buying tickets separately that are not connected to my room reservation? That's fine. That's what we do normally. We'll Whenever we stay over on property, we just book a room. Mm-hmm. Um, but since our annual passes are already linked, it shows that we have a ticket. So we can extend that 30 days to the 60-day yes. window because we're staying on property. You just so. have to make sure all of your reservations are linked together through the app. As long as you do that, you will have no problem booking your fast passes. Exactly. And you might be thinking, well, what the heck is the point of having 60 days? Like, why is it so important? Well, the reason that that is so important because attractions that are – you know, the top tier, most sought after attractions like Flight of Passage, who mm-hmm. for who who knows how Taylor is able to get them on the same day. I don't know how she does it. But, it's not just me. Other people have gotten them too. Um, <laughs> but I am the Fast Pass Master. But the, the benefit of that is that, say, you can get that 60 days out. So you mm-hmm. have the advantage of however many hundreds of thousands of other people to acquire a Fast Pass, right? As in if... You know, like us, if we're only 30 days out, more than likely we're not going to get a fast pass yeah. for that attraction. So the reason the reason for that is just because it helps you to manage and save time. Yes. So if you're not really, if you're looking to, to save time or, or manage your time better, whenever you book your dining reservations, which we'll get to that next, we probably should have done that first. But once you book your dining reservations, you can kind of... Try to plan out your fast passes around your dining reservations. Now, sometimes you end up having to switch your dining reservations to go with your fast passes. Because if you want to ride Flight of Passage and you can only get it for a certain time and it's during dinner, you're probably going to want to try and change your dinner. And please note, we do already have a YouTube video of how to use fast pass and how to modify your fast passes um so i know josh could sit here and talk about fast passes for probably three days straight because um, there's so much to know and so much to do but um we just kind of want to go over the basics with you of what fast pass is and how to use it on the my disney experience app yeah because i know josh is like really passionate about fast pass and how it works because we know how to do it <laughs> oh it's just it's it's really funny whenever you're not just us, I mean, but it's happened multiple times when we've been on a bus or we've been on the monorail. Oh, yeah. And people just have, they have no idea what FastPass is. They have no mm-hmm. idea what the My Disney Experience app is. They think that you have to pay extra for it. Um, you know, and it's, well, it's and a Yeah, that's free... the other thing. Josh didn't mention that at the very beginning. Fast passes are included with your park admission. 
Yeah. These are not extra. You don't have to pay extra like Express Pass or Quick Queue at other theme parks. It's included. It's not like Disneyland. Disneyland, you have to pay for Max Pass. Here, you do not have to do that. And it is far more flexible here as well. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind, but it is a free resource for you to utilize. And you should utilize it. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But each guest is entitled to book three Fast Passes per day in advance. The three initial reservations have to be at the same park, and sometimes there are tiers at the park. So actually at Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom, you have tiered fast passes. So in tier one, or kind of the top tier, the best attractions, you can only pick one of those, and then your other two fast passes have to be from the bottom tier. So the most popular attractions can have wait times. Josh kind of already said this, like of up to two to three hours. So showing up without a fast pass and getting in the standby queue, you're wasting hours of your day when you could be going through and riding that ride in a quicker amount of time than those people are waiting in line. Exactly. Like a way quicker. Like you have a minimal to no wait with fast passes. Exactly. So they are definitely worth the time. Um, So you don't want to miss, if you don't want to miss out on those attractions, use the fast pass. And another thing to note is that you can actually make additional fast pass reservations once you have used your three initial fast passes. Yeah, basically, once you use the first three, you can book an unlimited amount of fast passes throughout the day. Yes, and that- cast members will tell you that. Yes. Um, I remember standing in Hollywood Studios one day, and somebody walked up to the cast member at the little fast pass kiosks that they have, and the person was literally flipping out at the cast member saying why do i only get three fast passes this is so stupid and the cast member looked at him and was like fast passes are unlimited mm-hmm. and he's like what do you mean i can only book three and he's like no once you use those three you can book one additional as many times as you want right so you have to after that first three you book another one you book your fourth one you have to use that fourth one before mm-hmm. you book the fifth one and then you have to use the fifth one before you book the sixth one but you know, it, it's as soon as you touch your magic band or your park ticket card to that first touch point, you mm-hmm. can start booking another fast pass. Yes. And you can also return five minutes before. So it, yes. it is very easy to take advantage using the My Disney Experience app. If you're not using that and you have to go back to the kiosk, that means that you have to go to the attraction, touch your magic band. Not go the through. attraction. The kiosks aren't even at the attractions. Huh? No, no. Listen, just let me finish. Oh. If you're only using the kiosk, you're not using the My Disney Experience app, then whenever you get to your attraction, you have to touch your band, go through the ride, go through the queue. Sometimes there could be slight uh, a slight wait, which if you're using the app, that could be time utilized and booking another fast pass. Mm-hmm. But if you're only using the kiosk, you have to go through, do the ride, and then you have to go back to a kiosk. And the kiosks are not right next to the attractions. They no. are spread out throughout the park. Mm-hmm. And... It, debatable on whether they're in very good strategic locations for you to utilize them but it is again the reason for this my disney experience app is that because if you're you know space mountain sometimes the the fast pass lines can still get kind of long like and you 10 might minutes wait or so. five or ten minutes that's five mm-hmm. or ten minutes that you could be using to book another fast pass mm-hmm. to get to another pass. attraction so keep that in mind yes and on busier days or later in the afternoon those more desirable fast passes like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train or Space Mountain or Flight of Passage um, become really scarce. Um, Flight of Passage you will rarely see on the app, but the other ones you might see. Um, So by booking as soon as you possibly can on the app, like Josh said, while you're waiting in line after you've already used your fast pass, um, it'll help you hopefully snag a better return time for those popular rides or before they run out and they don't have any more for the day. Um, Because later in the evening, you might not be able to get a fast pass at all. Yep. Um, But I think that's pretty much it about fast passes on the app. Like I said, we do have a video. We actually have two different videos of how to use fast pass. And occasionally in our... You should only watch the second one that says... (laughs) How to not wait in lines or something with this Disney tip or something. It's me standing. The Be- thumbnail is like me standing and I'm like drinking a cup of water. Josh doesn't like our original one, but our Don't original one is the one that people have learned the most from. It's just so even though that the one old. that I even though the one that I remade is exactly basically the same, but it's yeah, but far more easier like to OG understand. Oh, it's terrible. It's just a horrible video in our opinion because we made it so long it's ago. Terrible. But it's fine. Um, so moving on. 
we are going to talk about booking dining reservations. Hey, before we move on here, huh. uh, and I'll probably leave this in the podcast, don't leave hangers. I don't like hangers what? like this. Like what? Like the like this was uh, this was up here. Oh. Like this. See that that's called a hanger. Oh, for crying out loud! Who cares? Don't cut that out. Anyways, we're <laughs> moving on to booking dining reservations using the mobile app. And this is something that Josh and I do very regularly. If you don't know, we book. Oh, if you don't know, we, we book, book dining. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah. If you don't know, we post dining reviews every single Monday on our YouTube channel of. Typically, restaurants in Walt Disney World. We also go to Universal, SeaWorld, Orlando, wherever. Shameless plug, if you're interested, this week is actually going to be uh, Hollywood and Vine, Halloween. Yeah, it's a Halloween-themed Halloween Halloween Hollywood and Vine. That's in Hollywood Studios. Buffet, character. Mm -hmm. It's really great for kids and families and for adults as well. Everybody can come and have fun. I like Hollywood and Vine. Some people don't like that restaurant, but I actually always have a good time there. Um, but anyway, booking dining reservations. Oh, wait. Sorry. Uh, I just lied to you guys. That, that was one's this, already posted. That was this past Monday that just got posted. Yeah, I know that already. But I just let you carry on. <sighs> time. It's messing with my mind. Time machine. Time machine. Let's go back in a time machine. Is that SpongeBob? No, that's from a series of unfortunate events with Jim Carrey. He does like that weird thing with his arms. <laughs> oh I'd have to go back and watch it. Oh my gosh. It is actually kind of a funny movie. I was thinking of the Time Machine episode on Spongebob when they go back in time. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. And it's like Spongebob and Squidward and they're like cavemen. Ooh, and yeah, they... yep. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Definitely remember. Okay. We are finally going to talk about booking dining reservations on the My Disney Experience Up app. next, booking dining reservations using the mobile app. <laughs> If you don't know, Taylor and I, we book... Oh, sorry. We already covered that. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, if you don't know, you should pretty much have a dining reservation for any table service restaurant in Walt Disney World. Occasionally, you can walk up and get lucky and get a table. However, if you do get lucky and get to get in the restaurant, you're probably going to be waiting at least an hour. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I think they have been trying... They've been trying to be better about accommodating Mm -hmm. people... But the other flip side of that coin is that even if they accommodate you, you may be waiting 45 mm-hmm. minutes to an hour. Depending on the restaurant, they yeah. may say, hey, if you want to wait, it's going to be like two hours. Yeah. Even at Disney Springs. Disney Springs is very good about walk-ups because it's not a theme park. Um, and anybody can go there and you park for free and you can go there for free. Um, but you can still i remember there's been times my friend went there on like a saturday and they didn't have a reservation even though i told her book a reservation and every single restaurant they walked up to was at least an hour wait for a table service yeah so they ended up doing a quick service that they could just walk into and walk out um so like i said table service restaurants almost require a reservation um and now i told you earlier that you should have this app downloaded on your phone six to seven months in advance and that is because you can book your table service dining reservations 180 days in advance which is six months in advance yeah and you might think that that's ridiculous but it's been like this as long as i can remember that you can book your dining reservations and plan your disney vacation this far out what year is it 2019 yeah so about 10 years ago they started to try introducing Booking diner reservations online. This was through the website. So you had to get on the computer and do mm-hmm. it. Before that, you actually had to call. I remember. And do all the reservations. And I, I remember your mom saying about doing it. And I then... remember my mom and me mom sitting at me mom's house in the kitchen. And the two of them sitting there like reading dining reservations back and forth to each other while one of them tried yeah. to book them on the phone. And then they started introducing it on the website. And it was... It was very spotty, wasn't the greatest, and then eventually it got better and better, and now it's on the app. And, you know, the great thing about that is just that it gives you flexibility to really be able to search and do everything just right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's easier to pick a time for your reservation instead of just being like, oh, I, I want 6 o'clock exactly. You could get like 6.05, 6.10, 6.15. Yeah. The, the and you can pick will, those times a lot easier. It'll show you or give you um, recommended like times or yeah. a range of times. That's probably a better way to say it. Uh, as far as like if you want to go at 6, 
but they don't have something at six o'clock, yep. then maybe there's a few things that are a little bit earlier than that. Maybe there's a few things that are later than that. The other nice thing is too, is that when you search for a time, if you don't see the restaurant popping up, it's because there's not a, a, a reservation available for that. So at the very, very bottom, it'll show you all the restaurants that are not available for that time. And yeah, I think so. No, it's no, it not like do that Fast anymore? Pass. Doesn't Fast do Pass does that. Oh, I thought it used to do that. Maybe on the website, not uh, on the maybe app. Maybe on the website. So scratch that. But if you don't see your restaurant on there, it's probably because it's not available for the time that you've requested. Um, it might not even be available for like that time of day. So they break it up into breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you usually can get a greater range, obviously, of times if you search just by dinner. Mm-hmm. rather than by like six and if you are looking for a restaurant in particular and i'm going to use ohana as an example because that is a very like coveted dinner reservation oh, yeah, it and is. it's very hard to get um so here we go with the coffee again i'm gonna continue talking um you can actually get on there and search for ohana up in the search bar and then when you go there you can click oh that is disgusting that was Josh's mouth. Ew. I thought that was cool. No, it sounded it was, really great. It was not cool. You can't hear it, though. You can't hear it in the mic. It sounded I great. I don't want to hear it. Um, Go ahead. I need a moment. Oh, my gosh. Please don't do that again. Do what? What did I do? What happened? Did you black out? What? Okay, stop. I cannot think because you are We're stressing me the out. Podcast, nothing happened. I edited <sighs> it out, so nothing happened. They don't know what happened. What happened? Please stop talking. <laughs> oh my gosh. You gotta have fun with it. So that. anyway, if you want to book an Ohana reservation or just a reservation for any restaurant in particular, you know the name of the restaurant. If you go to the search bar, type in the name of the restaurant, such as Ohana, and click Ohana, it will pop up and say you know, you can view the menu, you can view the location, you can also view or book a reservation. So if you click book a reservation, typically if it wasn't showing up in the times available with all of the dining reservations to book one, um, that probably means there's not available, but you can still try and search for that one specific restaurant um, by itself if you search it in the app. And let me mention that in 180 days in advance, a lot of people think that is for resort guests only. That is not true. 180 days in advance is for any maybe person we, that's going to be eating at a restaurant in Disney World. Maybe we shouldn't tell people that. I'm just kidding, everybody. I'm just kidding. We're going to leave that in. You heard it here. Listen, we already gave everybody our fast pass hack. What's it matter? I am really surprised that a lot of people think that that's only for resort guests. Yeah. But, I mean, that's how Taylor and I get some of the really good reservations sometimes Mm -hmm. for some of the restaurants because we know that we can still book them even though we're not on property. Yeah, like um, especially with like restaurants that are brand new and opening, we can book those when everybody else books them. Yeah. So um, that's how we got Toledo and um, what else? There's a new one. Topolino is coming out in December at Riviera. And I mean, like, and we just said it, but just to be clear, you do not have to be staying on property. And no. to top it off, you don't even have to have a ticket to book restaurants. No. You just have to have an account made on the My Disney Experience app, which, again, is free. So if you are in the area, if you're here for a conference, you don't want to spend the money to go into the parks, but, hey, you want to have a nice dinner, say, over at Citricros or Narcoosie's, or you want to go to Wilderness Lodge and do the character dining experience. Mm-hmm. It's, Storybook it's dining. Called. Yeah, with those people um, you know whatever as long as you have an account created and assuming that you've got some time beforehand because it's going to be hard to get some of those reservations mm-hmm. the same day or even a week before but hey you can at least still get on and check and see if there's something available yep um you can also modify and cancel reservations if you need to on the app. Um, say you're running late or maybe you got a fast pass for the same time as your dinner reservation. You can get on and modify and see if you can change that reservation to an earlier or later time. Um, and also just be aware that uh, can, restaurants can... Restaurants. Restaurants. <laughs> restaurants. Restaurants. <laughs> 
the restaurants can charge you. Just be aware that restaurants can charge you at least $10, if not up to $20 per person as a cancellation fee if you don't cancel within 24 hours of your seating time. Trust me, they will they will charge you because it's happened to us before. Yeah, that was an accident. That was my fault. Um, because to book dining reservations, you have to have a credit card on your file, like on yeah. your account. Yep. Um, so don't think you can get away with not getting charged because they will. Yeah. So if you have to, just cancel within 24 hours or before the 24-hour mark and you'll be fine. And if something else happens and like if you same day let's say you get sick or something because this happened to some of our friends before you can't get it to change on the app it'll tell you just to call and just call them and just let them know hey you know not feeling well we're not going to be able to go is there any way that um you know we can cancel the reservation and open it up somebody else without being charged and normally they are very accommodating about that so um, or, they, or they'll try to change before. it to another day for you. Yeah, Even course. if it's a hard-to-get reservation, they'll do their best. Yep, they will. Do you have anything else you'd like to add about booking dining reservations on the mobile app? I don't have anything other than restaurant <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Uh, no, I don't have anything else to add, I, th- I don't think. Maybe I think it's because I haven't had well. an iced coffee in like two weeks. Yeah. I, I just want to restate that Bull. like one of the most important things about this app is that you don't have to have a ticket. You don't mm-hmm. have to be staying on property. And it's great to utilize even for Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, there's yeah, a lot of restaurants really at Disney is. Springs that you can book. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I know that that's like a great place when we have friends who come down and they don't want to go to the parks. They don't really want to try to get into a resort. It's just mm-hmm. like, let's go hang out at Disney Springs. Let's see if we can book something. And yeah. So. There's tons of fun to have at Disney Springs, and the app will really help you figure out what you want to do. All right. Well, we'll move on then to probably one of the most dangerous things that this app offers. Why? Mobile order. Why? I don't know. I don't really... I mean, I kind of want to like to add some drama to that, but... Is it just because uh, you might spend more money because you're not actually paying cash in hand? Probably. Because and you're just like, oh, that sounds good. Oh, you know, that sounds good. You just attach <laughs> it to, uh, you know, so we're going to talk about mobile ordering. And, and the great thing about mobile ordering is that you can do this at all quick, well, not at all, but almost all quick service locations throughout the parks. They have been expanding this to the resorts as well. And what does that mean? What does mobile ordering mean? What, what it means is that you can open up the Mighty's Experience app. And there is a, you click the plus sign and a little thing will pop up and it says, you know, mobile order. You click on that mobile order and let's say if you're in Magic Kingdom and you want to go eat at, name a quick service restaurant at Magic Kingdom. Pecos Bills. You want to go eat at, excuse me, you want to go eat at Pecos Bills, but let's say it's like around lunchtime. You're halfway across the park. What you can do is if you're over by Space Mountain, you guys are going to head that way. You're going to eat Pecos Bills. You can open that up. Start your mobile order. You can pick basically what you want. Uh, entrees, desserts, you can add things to it. You can take things away. You can change stuff. And then what you'll do is you'll select that, and it'll send it off to the restaurant. And then you can basically, whether or not you should actually do this or not, you can say that you have arrived to the to the restaurant before you've actually arrived. And then that way they're kind of preparing it before you even get there. But they are actually very quick about preparing your orders. Normally, they are very quick. They have this, been for us. This is a 50-50 type of deal. So you do this at your own risk because you don't want your food sitting there for forever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to say something to you if it's been sitting there for 20 minutes and you took 20 minutes to walk across the park. But You should say you're there when you're like almost about to walk in the restaurant. True. Um, but basically, the whole idea of mobile ordering is that you don't actually have to physically walk in and wait in a line to do that. So you can kind of do everything beforehand, and that way, in theory, when you walk up to the restaurant, you walk right up to the mobile order window. They say, mobile order 1051 for Josh. And I say, that's me. My name's Josh. I've got 1051. They give me my tray. I look at it. I'm like, everything looks like it's here, and I walk away. Um, and it's 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 really really nice. Hey, by the way, don't try and teach people bad habits. That's like you know when you're at a job and you're like, oh well, you're supposed to do it this way, but this is how I do it. Listen, I'm just trying to give people <laughs> hacks, all right? And it's a hack. Um, technically, it's a hack, but that's definitely not how you should do it. <laughs> I think hacks sometimes are things that you shouldn't do. Mm, but are they? I don't know. Um, 
one thing that I will say though about the whole thing is that you cannot, I think, still at this point use dining credits. Yes, you can. Oh, they My have mom made. Did. It. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can use dining credits now. Yes. So for a while there, you couldn't do that, which kind of you know is kind of like kind of stunk, but I was going to say kind of sucked. I just said you it. just did. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can now use your Disney dining credits. So if you have purchased a a, a dining plan, whether it's a quick service sit down or deluxe dining plan, um, you can use your credits, which is really nice. And since Josh mentioned the Disney dining plan, you can actually also use the My Disney Experience app to track your dining credits and to track your snack credits. Oh, that's cool. You used to not be able to do that, um, but now you can see how many credits you have left and how many of you used and everything. Yeah. So We were actually going to do something with the dining plan uh, during Marathon Weekend, but uh, that's probably not going to happen now. So. No, because we were going to stay at Caribbean Beach, but plans, we might not be doing that now. Plans so. have changed. We're, we're, not, <laughs> we're not staying oh, there, yeah, I, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I guess you canceled I mean, it. I didn't cancel it yet, oh. but I'm assuming. Did, okay. we get a, did we get a confirmation yet? No. Oh, you should probably reach out and ask about yeah. that. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Where are we, what are we talking about? Well, we're not moving on yet because um, I mean, like, Josh didn't tell you that there are currently 38 participating locations, including some favorites for mobile ordering, um, including Woody's Lunchbox. Is that your favorite? Docking Bay 7. Satuli Canteen. Those That's are some my of favorite. my favorites. Satuli is my favorite. I said including some favorites, not your favorites. These are popular places to eat. That's why I said favorites. Uh, Woody's Lunchboxes. I love Woody's Lunchbox. Oh It'd my gosh, so that much brisket sandwich is oh, mouthwatering. <laughs> Alrighty then. Um, but yeah, pretty much the main major counter service restaurants you can use mobile order for. However, you can also use them at some of the um, like snack stands, like Aloha Isle, I know, is one of them. And that's a um, the Dole Whip stand in Adventureland and Magic Kingdom. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... And uh, while we're talking about mobile ordering, we're talking about dining as a whole, if you have any questions or are wondering about the menus, uh, you can find literally all the menus for all of the restaurants that are listed in the My Disney Experience app, which includes pretty much everything. Yes. And not only does it list them, you can see the menus for all of them. Yeah. And, you know, if you're sitting there waiting for your reservation time and... Um, occasionally you'll have to wait like a couple minutes until you can check in or whatever. Um, you can sit there and look at the menu or you can check the menu and see if that's a restaurant you actually want to eat at before you exactly. even book the reservation. Um, and I also want to say when you book your dining reservations for all of your table service restaurants, if you do have any allergies or any special needs, you can actually add that as a note to your reservation. Yeah, right in the app. Mm-hmm. And I will add this, just because it has happened to us before, Taylor wasn't there, but sometimes the menus are not entirely up to date. So we were actually over at the Swan and Dolphin. Very Um, rarely, and it's very minuscule. It is very rare, but it does happen, so just keep that in mind. Um, You may be able to get something free out of it. I'm just kidding. But uh, we were over at the Swan and Dolphin. Here we are, Josh, teaching bad habits. We were over (laughs) at the Swan and Dolphin. We were sitting at the bar. You guys can go back and check out the video if you want. We did uh, bar hopping around whatever we called it. Epcot Resorts or something. It was some of the Epcot Resorts. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we were over there. We were getting a few drinks, and then we wanted to get some food. And uh, you guys have probably seen Josh and Hannah before. Hannah wanted to get edamame. She was, like, super excited to get edamame. And then we get there, and she's like, I'd like the edamame. And the guy's like, yeah, we don't have that anymore. She's like, oh, but it's listed on this app. And he's like, yeah, but we seriously don't have it anymore. And uh, the manager actually came up. I mean, like, it was... I'm I'm dramatic like I'm I'm adding some dramatization to it but like you know the manager came over she apologized and you know she made a note to specifically get it removed from the app because it had Mm -hmm. been gone I guess for a while at least that's what they told us so yeah it can happen but she did end up having her edamame at Zeta Asia like a couple days later it it does happen it's an it's occasional thing so just be prepared for that um, if the menu has changed slightly because some places do have a very seasonal menu so yes they might not be able to keep up I don't know um there's actually a lot of the signature restaurants. I'm just adding this in here. Um, a lot of the signature restaurants um, have paper menus. 
um, that are like inserted into a menu and that's because their menus change so often. Like I know Narcoosie's is one of them. Yeah. Because that menu changes so much with like seasonal seafood and that sort of thing. So. Yep. Which is actually very nice. I love the seasonal menus because you can always have something different when you go back. Absolutely. Anything else about quick service dining or dining in general? No, I think we should move on to how this mobile app is uh, making us less social with other people. <laughs> wow, I love that's how you're putting it. And okay, so we're going to be talking about checking in to your resort without visiting the front desk. Now, let me tell you, I actually... It's a legit thing. I love the check-in process, actually going to the desk, hanging out in the lobby for a few minutes while you do it. Like, that's just, like, nostalgic for me because whenever I was little, we when we would stay at Dixie Landings or then Port Orleans Riverside, I remember hanging out in the little kids' area and watching TV. They actually used to have little beanbag chairs there. Um, watching that... And then my parents and grandparents and everybody would check in. Yeah. And we'd sit there and watch TV. Cartoons. And they do still have those little TVs in pretty much all of the Disney resorts. Nothing nothing has really changed about the check-in process. No, you if can you go still to the go to the desk. But think about it this way, right? If you are coming and you're trying to make the most amount of time, mm-hmm. you want to get into the parks as soon as you get here, especially if you are... Flying into MCO, Orlando International Airport, you're taking Disney's Magical Express to mm-hmm. your resort. Um, if you have downloaded the app, which you should have done already, and linked your reservation, you can do uh, online check-in. And I, I don't know the exact amount of time beforehand, yeah, but remember. it's actually quite a bit of time beforehand yeah. that you can start the whole check-in process. The really great thing about that is that you can get to the resort, and assuming that you don't have any, like, okay... Even if you have rolling luggage, you can leave that up at at uh, Bell Services, basically. Mm-hmm. And my Disney ex- or my Disney experience, Magical Express will take care of your big luggage for you. Yeah, um, but once you get to the resort, you can basically jump right in line for a bus mm-hmm. and just go right to the parks, assuming yep. that everything has been linked together. Yeah, you can just uh, check your bags at Bell Services. And as long as you've done the online check-in, you will receive a text some point throughout the day saying that your room is ready. And when you come back, you literally just walk right to your room. Yep. And you can go right in. So you have completely and totally avoided this process, which in many cases um, is actually kind of like a magical – I mean, again, it's nostalgia for us because I actually Mm -hmm. don't mind doing it. Yeah. But there are times where we have gone and it's like, I'm not going to go to the front desk. I'm just, we're just going to do online check-in and yeah. we're going to bypass that. But Well, because sometimes in the app, say you get there at like noon and you go into the lobby, that's a very yep. busy time. And you it, could be standing waiting in line for 30 minutes just to check in. even longer. Oh, yeah. Especially, that is especially true at the All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pop Century, Art of Animation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get there on a busy, like a, what's typical probably check-in and check-out? Like a Saturday, Saturday. and Sunday? Saturday, Sunday, Monday, maybe like those couple of days, it can be so insane. And if you can bypass that and save yourself a little bit of time, mm-hmm. you know, that's more time that you can spend in the parks mm-hmm. and it's a great benefit. It is. Another Sorry. thing that you can do with the mobile experience app is, um, this is very new within like the last, uh, two years, maybe they've been expanding mm-hmm. it to all the resorts, but you can actually use your phone to unlock and open your door. Yes, with using the app. The app. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing, just this doesn't have to do with the app really, but uh, you do have magic bands included with your resort stay if you're staying at a Disney resort. Um, and that's your room key and your park ticket. But you don't have to use that as your room key if you do want to use the app. But you cannot use the app as a park ticket. No. You still have to have the magic band or a hard card. You should always have your magic band all the time. just in case. All the time. I think Josh pretty much covered it with uh, checking in on the app. It's a great great thing to have for checking in. I mean, it really, really really is. It can save you a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're coming in and it is busy in there, I'm telling you, the last thing that you want to do sometimes, because it's not, for kids, I think it's a more magical experience of being there at the hotel. You don't really have to stand in line. You can just go watch cartoons and hang out. But like for parents, 
it probably does kind of like suck to like stand on the line for 45 minutes waiting one like oh my gosh yeah. oh, oh, especially uh, when your kids yeah. running up to you like when are we going to see the castle exactly. when are we so going swimming if you can save yourself that time just go jump right on a bus and get the heck out of dodge and into a park do it yeah and speaking of parks that's where we're going to next something oh here we go more sound effects That's a good one. Oh, please don't slurp. Thank you. Josh was about to slurp out of that can of his seltzer water. So we are moving into the parks now. And something that is really nice about the app is that it has park maps right on the app with current and live wait times, which is very nice. Um, So it's pretty much the easiest way to check for wait times for all of the attractions. Um, This is much easier than back in the day when you used to have to walk across the park to each individual attraction to see the wait time. I remember eventually at Epcot, they ended up building like a screen that was... They're like giant TVs in a couple of different places. Yeah, they were like in places that you would see um, on opposite sides of the park and actually right um, near the Fountain of Nations. Where they did pin training and buying. Yeah, it had wait times listed there, but still you had to find one of those screens instead of That's just... That's really funny because I remember... I, you know what? Now that we talk about it, like I distinctly remember that. Like When we would come with Taylor's yeah. family, it was like, um, you know, we would, we would go in and somebody would... Darren or Jim or somebody would go and take all of our tickets. Like we said earlier, they would go get our fast passes and then we'd go ride something and then we'd meet up with them. And then it was like immediately we would walk to one of those screens. They had one on both sides of uh, both sides of future world. And then they had one right in the center there where we were just talking about in the pins. And it was, it was definitely like, I remember doing that. Mm -hmm. And now all you have to do is pull up your phone and you can see the wait times right on the app. And, um, the, actually the wait times are pretty accurate, uh, give or take plus or Mm -hmm. minus five minutes. Um, or occasionally you'll see that it's like a really low wait time. And then by the time you actually get to the attraction, it might be a little higher because everybody saw it and they're like, Oh, low wait time. Let's go. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I said you can see the park maps on there, but these are actually like full park maps, and you can actually use those to help navigate through the parks without having to carry a paper map around. Yep, you can zoom in, zoom out. And another nice thing, too, is uh, we haven't done this, in, or I, I haven't used it in a while, so I'm assuming here, making an assumption, but you used to be able to actually have it set up a navigation for you. So you could hit, uh, like if you're over by Splash Mountain and you want to go to Space Mountain, you can click on Space ben Mountain. Did that. And say, you know, give me directions to Space Mountain. It does it right in the app for you. And it'll kind of give you the direction to walk. And as long as you're looking at that and you're following it, it actually, you know, tries to give you the most direct route to the destination that you're trying to get to. Which is pretty cool. Pretty nice. Because it can be very confusing walking around. Yeah. I'm not sure if it still does that. I mean, because we don't really use the app for anything other than reservations. And fast pass. Fast passes. And wait times, we know where everything is, so we don't have to use the map to get anywhere. Um, Well, I mean, I remember the first time that I came, even the second time that I came, even the third time that we came whenever we brought Ethan, like, I still had a really hard time sometimes orienting myself and where we were at Mm -hmm. and remembering where everything is at. You carried around park maps. I did. Physical park maps. I did. Um, Maybe that's why you have such an attachment to park maps. Taylor's like, what? Why do you need that park map for? I remember him picking up a map when we walked into Animal Kingdom for the first time, and I literally looked at him like, what are you doing? Because we all knew where everything was. Uh, I wasn't thinking like, oh, no, first, this is your first, first time here. here. Never been here. <laughs> first Hello. time we're here. Um, so, yeah, it, it's a great benefit of just being able to say, hey, this is where I want to go, and it'll show you how to get there. Mm-hmm. It's like Google Maps. Yep. But and Maps. not only... Can you use that for the four theme parks? You can also use this at the water parks and at Disney Springs for the maps. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And also, you can find characters and photo pass photographers using the app um, kind of on the map. But there's like a there's a drop-down menu when you pull the map up and you can click wait times. You can pick bathrooms, um, photo pass photographers, characters, everything. Um, trust me, I already know where all the bathrooms are, so I don't need to Shameless look plot. them up. The potty gram. At the potty gram. On Instagram. 
<laughs> people are gonna be like, uh, these people are weirdos. They go into the bathrooms and they take photos. Josh does not go into the bathroom and take photos. It's all Taylor. It's all Taylor and Don does it for me too, a lot. When he travels the country, he sends me pics of bathrooms. Anyway, as Josh would say, I digress. Um, but yeah, you can locate character meet and greets along with the times that they are actually meeting, which is really nice. Instead of just being like, oh, well, I know Merida meets here, but who knows what time she's actually going to show up. Um, it does actually say outside of her meet and greet, but you can check on the app before you even walk over to that. Whatever character it is, you can see what time they will be out. It doesn't give a specific time though, right? Is it, or it has it now? Because I, I remember so for like a while if, it was just like a, a range. Like Merida will be meeting from 9 o'clock to 10 at this location. Yes, that's what it does. Okay, so it doesn't give you like the specific times of like when she'll actually be out. You mean like 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. or 9 a.m. to 10 p.m.? No, that's how I thought it used to be like 9 a.m. to like 10 p.m. I was like, she'll be meeting here all day, but yes, in varying For times. those ones, yes, it does say like that okay. still. Um. But, I mean, still, that's better than... I mean, she's never gone for very long. I suppose not. And then, like, the characters, like, um, say... Why do we keep putting this all the way over here? I don't know. I like to reach for things. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having an internal debate with myself as I... Oh, my If you guys gosh. are listening in the car... Josh has, like, ADHD or whatever something. Whatever you're doing. Please help I, me. I keep... I, I'm drinking my coffee, and I'm drinking my seltzer water. My seltzer water is pretty close to me, but my coffee, I keep Actually, like... Actually, it's not. You still have to reach clear over there. I keep putting my coffee, like, at, <laughs> at a the spot... the edge of the table? At a spot where I have to, like, physically, like, reach Lean. for it. Instead of just, like, sitting it, like, right here by the microphone, where I can just easily pick it up and drink it. I do not know. They probably have no idea what we're talking about right now, because you keep getting so sidetracked. We interrupt this programming to... <laughs> Bring you an update of Josh's difficulty with his coffee. Okay. <clears throat> but like I said, you can find the character meet and greets along with their meeting times. You can also find photo pass locations. Um, if you do not know what photo pass is, these are photographers throughout the parks. Um, for the most part, you will see they have like a nice big, um, they use Nikon cameras, I believe. Um, that's like the sponsor. It's Nikon yeah. now. Um and most of them will actually have a PhotoPass logo like up at the top back of their shirts. Um, if they're on Main Street USA, they're dressed in like a little bit of different outfits. Um, all of the PhotoPass photographers are dressed kind of like to where they're at um, typically. Or they'll have the PhotoPass vest on. Mm -hmm. um, and these cast members will take your picture. Um, sometimes they can do magic shots where they add like some sort of magic to your photos. Um, and... To get these photos, you can either buy the photos individually or you can do what's called Memory Maker, which you can purchase within the app. Um, and basically what it is, you pay one price and then you have unlimited downloads of all of the photos that are taken of you while you're in the parks. And this includes your ride photos as well. It goes directly to the My Disney Experience It goes app. right to the app. You can click on the app um, or click on the photo area of the app and you can see all of your photos and you can click and download all of them and to get these photos you just scan your magic band after you get the picture taken or at the end of each attraction and i don't know if they've updated this in a while because i haven't checked in a while but like as of at least like six months ago or to like maybe a little bit longer than that because i haven't it's been a while since i've checked but we've had photos on there from like forever ago like it's like supposed three to be years like, old. It's supposed to be like twelve months that Is they're it? supposed so, to be on. So maybe there. so maybe they've been changing it and updating it a little bit more. But like we've had a lot of photos on there. Maybe ours haven't disappeared because our annual pass. No, that might be too. So keep that in mind. But they, they are usually on there for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um it is a really great benefit. It's Yes. Uh I'm not gonna say what the price is. Because I don't remember. And he it has know. it and, has increased. Well, but, yeah. And the thing is we have annual passes with some of most of the annual passes, but certain levels of annual passes, you have Memory Maker included, yeah. which is really nice to have because we can download all of our pictures that yep. we get taken in the park. So, like, I frequently get PhotoPass pictures taken. And 
If you go way back and watch the video where Josh talks about where we got engaged at, he will tell you about how I did not want to get our picture taken by one of the PhotoPass photographers because I'm like, we're not going to buy that. Exactly. And now it's not there anymore. The, the where spot, we where the we got engaged. We did buy the photo, though. Who the heck puts a popcorn stand right there? It was Doesn't the Rose Garden. Decency? Oh. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth it if you plan on getting a lot of pictures taken, oh, get yeah. memory maker. Absolutely. You can, um, do it before your vacation or during your vacation. It's like 170 bucks. It's something like that. And, and it, it I uh, it might be more than that, if, but it's if definitely you're getting, worth it. It's way cheaper than buying individual pictures. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Way cheaper. Of course. And again, I mean, like. You get all of those on-ride photos, and there's a lot of rides now that have on-ride photos. And these aren't printed photos. You just get the digital downloads, but still, you can print but them yourself let's, later. Let's move on before. I'm about to get into a whole yes, other thing, and I don't want to get I into it right now. I need to do that a lot. I know, but I don't want to get into the, the um, new boxes, camera boxes. Oh, jeez. Okay, but we briefly just want to mention that you can also um, locate souvenir items without even going to a store. Um, oh, yeah. By using the um, this is actually separate from the My Disney Experience app, but you can use the Shop Disney app, and you can locate specific souvenirs, and you can even have them delivered home or to your resort or to the front of the park, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, I just briefly wanted to mention that there, because um, it used to. I remember that was like a huge deal when that came out on the app that you could locate merchandise. Yeah. Um. So. Having a mobile device and having these Disney apps downloaded, specifically the My Disney Experience app, the Shop Disney app is also a good app to have as well. It is. Um, on the app, you can also see park hours. Um, you can see um, what time the fireworks are going to be, what time the parade is, um, any of the shows throughout the day, what times they are. Um, pretty much you pretty much don't need to get a park map or a times guide because you can see all of those things on the My Disney Experience app. This really hasn't happened since opening day of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, but uh, one thing that is nice about the app is that it keeps you up to date on a lot of different things. So on the off chance that, like, let's say when Rise of the Resistance opens up, maybe there's going to be a whole other, like, splurge of people that comes in. On the app, it'll help you to kind of get into the park. Sometimes they do, like, a... What did they call it? Like a, it's not a reservation system, but it was like, basically you it kind of. It was a virtual queue. A virtual queue to get into the land. So that, that's all on the app as well. Um, and it, you know, all in all, it keeps you up to date on things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like right now it's like, oh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party is going on. If that's something mm -hmm. that you're interested, you can click on that. You know, Illuminations Reflections of Earth is ending and it has ended when it this gets ended. posted. Mm -hmm. um, you know, something to look forward to. Food and wine's going on. The NBA experience, we posted a video on that. You know, all of those things kind of pop up on the app. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they're advertising for themselves, but it's also a way for you to find other things to do if you don't actually know about them. Mm -hmm. And it also keeps you up to date if there is, um, like, let's say if you're here coming down over Christmas or New Year's, it'll tell you in the app, hey, uh, park is closed to capacity because there are so many people here during hurricane season it'll mm -hmm. let you know it'll give you updates you know the park is closing earlier because hurricane dorian or whoever is coming by um it is a really really great benefit to have it's a mm -hmm. free resource free resource for you to have um one other free app that you can download that's a disney app is the play disney parks app i know we briefly mentioned this in a previous podcast um but you can use the play disney parks app um it's actually advertised in the my disney experience app another free app and you can actually play games on your phone while you wait in the queue for certain rides. And you can only play some of those games while you're actually in the line. Yeah. So another pretty cool thing. It is. It's great. It's great to have other than whenever it crashes, then it's not so oh, great. stop. But. You can actually link with your friends and other people that are in your party. That way you can book fast passes and dining reservations together, which is also really nice. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's a good resource. You should have it. You should download it again. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a cellular network. You just have to be able to connect to Wi-Fi. Yes. That's all you need. I digress. Anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it. And that is the weekly breakdown. 